Welcome to Wingtorn. This is a fantasy serial podcast written, performed, and produced by me, Claire C. Marshall. This is a special episode because it's a recap episode. That means I'm going to quickly recap the events of the first two seasons, or as I call them here, books, of the Wingtorn story. Wingtorn is set in a fantasy world populated with humans and the Fae. Tensions are high between the two races, and they have engaged in war after war, generation after generation. Something important to know about the Wingtorn story is it takes place across two separate periods of time. There is the present day, where two of our protagonists, Connor, a human, and Riona, a half-fae, fight the modern-day fae militia. There is also the past, 15 years ago, just after the most recent human-fae war, where our third protagonist, Fingal, a human, has been tasked with protecting and raising two-year-old half-fae Riona in secret. So, consider this your spoiler warning for the first two books of the Wingtorn story named Arrival and Allegiance. This should prepare you for the upcoming release of the third season, Arrest. Let's get into it. Connor Donma is a 16-year-old young man living in the hamlet of Ashdown with his parents, Nora and Donok. His dream is to travel to the capital, Halzamerth, and be accepted to the tower, which is where those gifted with magic go to be trained to become wielders. He is studying for his entrance exam to the tower late one rainy evening when he eavesdrops on his parents' tensely accepting visitors downstairs. A gristled man named Fingal Morpleth has imposed upon their hospitality and asked them to take in his ward, a 17-year-old young woman who Connor discovers is a half-fay who calls herself Re. This is particularly dangerous, as the continent where Connor lives does not welcome the Fae, and their movements are heavily restricted and monitored. The fact that she is a half-Fae is also notable, as Connor has been taught that the Fae and humans are not physiologically compatible. Hybrids that survive childbirth don't tend to live long, and the hybrids that do survive suffer physical and or mental difficulties. However, Rhys seems to fly in the face of everything Connor thinks is true, and when she covers her wings, one of which has been torn off, she can pass as a human. His parents seem to know Fingal from their time fighting as brigaders in the Human Fae War, which ended 15 years ago. While they used to be close with Fingal, Connor suspects something caused a falling out between them and that something has to do with his Uncle Brandon's death. As Connor befriends Ree and realizes her magic is potent and dangerously powerful, he learns three important things from her. First, Ree and Fingal are on their way to the capital to gain favor with the human king and warn him about the resurgence of the Fae militia, 
led by a bloodthirsty fae named Ricklar de Dianel. They believe he wants to incite war between humans and the fae once more to secure fae dominance across the world. Second, he learns Ree and Fingal are on the run from the Imperial Guard, a human military arm, for multiple crimes Ree is mostly reluctant to share. Third, Connor discovers Ree is an illegal wielder as she has not been magically trained at the tower. He finds himself jealous of her power and equally intrigued by it, especially when his parents inform him that they no longer plan to send him to the tower to be trained as a wielder because they cannot afford the cost. Other than having budding magical talent, Connor also possesses a unique power. At a single touch, he can determine whether someone is telling the truth or speaking a lie. Connor is further outraged at his parents when his mother insists that Ree is directly responsible for her brother Brendan's death, and he discovers that his mother intends to exact revenge on Ree before Fingal returns. The same day, Connor and Ree go to market, but are summoned back home by Connor's friend Olivan. As it turns out, Connor's house and his family's printing business have gone up in magical flames. Unfortunately, Connor's parents were caught inside and have burned to death. Connor is at a loss, as it seems as if Ree has had something to do with this, but together she and Connor work to extinguish the fire. Unfortunately, Ree's half-fae status has been revealed to the local Imperial Guard, and in particular to Galen Stovall, Olivan's father. They believe she somehow was responsible for this fire. Connor, devastated, is unsure whom to believe, but feels there is more to Ree's story than everyone around him would have him believe, and his suspicions are confirmed as he touches her arm. Connor and Ree barely escape Ashdown together. That's when Ree tells Connor the truth about her identity. She is not just any half-fae, but the secret daughter of Queen Catriona, the tyrant who led the fae in the Human-Fae War 15 years ago, and was responsible for occupying the human capital and causing the deaths of thousands. For reasons unknown, on the day the capital was liberated by human forces, Queen Catriona gave two-year-old Ree, called Riona, to Fingal Morpleth, who was just a 19-year-old human soldier who happened to be in the castle at the time. She instructed him to protect her from the humans and the fae who would come after her because of her identity, her unusual power, and her heightened likeness to a human. Fingal at the time could not refuse, as he himself spent formative years as an orphan alone on the streets fending for himself and didn't wish the same fate upon anyone, even a fae. Catriona is subsequently murdered by human forces during the capital's liberation and Fingal realizes he's in a difficult position. He cannot reveal two-year-old Riona's half-fae identity to his fellow human soldiers, who have spent years fighting against and suffering at the hands of the Fae. He fears they would reject or harm her even though she is a child. 
Furthermore, Queen Catriona visits Fingal in a dream, informing him that she didn't die, but went into hiding, and he has to continue to protect Riona, until such time that Catriona would rise to power again. It is this rise to power that present-day Riona fears greatly, as what she knows about her mother's agenda involves domination and pain for both races, and that Ricklar de Dianel is acting on her mother's behalf as the new face of the Fae Militia threat. She also informs Connor that it was Ricklar de Dianel and his Fae Militia that burnt down Connor's home and killed Connor's parents, as he suspected Nora and Dunnock were collaborators in Riona and Fingal's cause. Fueled by grief and rage, Connor agrees to accompany Riona to the capital, as now more than ever he is determined to become a powerful wielder, so he can exact revenge on Ricklar de Dianel for his parents' murders. However, he is furious at Riona for bringing this fight to his doorstep, and equally is furious at himself for being excited about the prospect of adventuring across the land, something he has not been allowed to do only read about in his favorite books. It also doesn't help that Riona seems dismissive of Connor's grief and tells him that they have to keep moving and he has to better manage his emotions despite the traumatic events of the past day. As the two traverse the wilderness, Connor's friend Olivan finds them and makes a misguided attempt to rescue Connor from Riona. He believes Riona has taken Connor hostage as part of some greater plan to destroy the human way of life. He is also a new recruit to the Imperial Guard and is determined to bring Riona in for questioning and sentencing to impress not only his father, Captain Galen Stovall, but other high-ranking, powerful members of the Imperial Guard. Connor's friendship with Olivan puts Connor in a difficult position. He wants to tell his friend the truth about Riona's identity and their new mission, but he fears Olivan won't set aside his ingrained fears and prejudices to listen to the truth. He also treats Riona disrespectfully and nearly succeeds at goading her into killing him to make a point. Riona ties Olivan to a tree and leaves him to be found, but he escapes and the three of them are ambushed by Scavs, bandits who control much of the southern wilderness. The three work together to fight them off, and Connor manages to use what little magical knowledge he possesses to impress Riona. She herself is afraid to express her magic, as its unique smell can attract the wrong attention, and because she is secretly afraid of becoming a bloodthirsty tyrant, like her mother was. Olivan agrees to travel with Connor and Riona to Drohoven, a nearby human town, to resupply for their journey to the capital, but he tells Connor that he knows someone and has a plan. However, Connor is unsure his friend will actually betray them. Riona and Connor have a heart-to-heart -heart where she apologizes for her callousness towards him. She is used to dealing with Fingal, who learned how to harden his emotions and to protect them both long ago. She also admits she's worried about Fingal, who might be dead. Connor forgives her, and he learns more about her connection to his family. 
Apparently, Fingal, Riona, and Brendan used to live together on the draw-titched isle where his father was from until his uncle's mysterious death. Meanwhile, in the past, Fingal and two-year-old Riona accompanies his soldier friends, Nora, Donok, and Brendan, to Ashdown, where Donok's parents are building an addition to their house and have big expansion plans for their business empire in this seemingly middle-of-nowhere village. Fingal meets Galen Stovall, who seems to have a mysterious agenda himself in Ashdown, and Nora and Dunnock are reunited with their infant, Connor. During a big party held in their honor, Riona attempts to fly and falls out of a second-story window and inadvertently, magically, causes scaffolding to crash outside. Suspecting magical foul play and already suspicious of Fingal, Galen begins an investigation into the incident. With no one else to trust, and because Riona is eager to practice her flying, Fingal takes Brendan into his confidence about Riona insofar as that she is a half-fae he found in the castle. He doesn't believe Brendan could handle the entire truth about Riona being the daughter of the evil fae queen, given his own prejudices as the Fae Militia brutally killed Brendan and Nora's parents. In the present day, Fingal is riding back to Ashdown when he is attacked by the new Fae Militia. He wakes in none other than Galen and Adelaine Stovall's care to discover that Nora and Donnock are dead and their house destroyed. Galen is furious with Fingal and demands to know what Fingal did with his son, Olivan. Most urgently to Fingal, he must find a way to reunite with Riona, as unbeknownst to her, their mission has changed. They can no longer warn the human king about the Fae threat. The time for that has long passed. In fact, Fingal must kill the human king, no matter what the cost. I hope you've enjoyed this recap of Arrival and Allegiance, books one and two of Wingtorn, a young adult fantasy serial podcast. You're now equipped to skip to chapter one of season three titled Arrest. The theme music for Wingtorn is composed by Cloud Road Music, and additional music was created by Irene Chan. I hope you're as excited as I am to dive into the next chapter. Enjoy!